The following is intended for mature audiences only. Discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of The Fast Signal. Big Boo here. We got a special, special guest. He's a songwriter. He's a singer. He's a stand-up comedian. And definitely he's serial guru in my book, guys. Quad threat going. Childlike at best, Mike Valdez. Yeah, what's up, man? Mm, How are you guys? Mm, woke mother- great. Woke, woke. <laughs> How's your day been, Mike? Good, dude. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no. Thanks for coming on, bro. We are, we're stoked to have you, man. Oh, awesome. Stoked to have you, dude. I don't give a fuck about Roth and Tim, how their <laughs> minute, second, yeah. hours yeah. going, let alone their day. So, Josh, kick the fucking beat. I haven't even been on for two episodes. Thank God. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots have been fired. So Mike's in the safe zone. You're lucky, Mike. You're- Mike, you're in the safe zone, baby, because you're our special first guest. And what an episode to be back on with, man. We have Mike Valdez in the house. Give him another round of applause real quick. Oh, yay, 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 yeah. yay. Fuck yeah. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Childlike at Best is such yeah. a fun show, dude. Thanks, man. Everything you talk about, like in terms of like just nostalgia and living like a kid as an adult, it's a, yeah. it's a f- good time. It's what we do on, on, on the show for the most I, part. I watch a lot of f- podcasts and the ones I listen to are f- toxic on every aspect. <laughs> when I listen to yours, it's it settles my ears and it's calm because I know. Well, you chose the right episodes. There are a few episodes where we do that, but yeah, <laughs> you chose the right ones. Yeah, everything we've been we've been subjected to has been so far like on the opposite of that. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to keep it as light as I can, you know, just because nostalgia is something that I feel like it's the light that you can't see, you know, and and that's kind of what needs to be reminded of us sometimes like we need to remind ourselves that you know we have that child version of who we are in ourselves still you know like yeah in a lot of ways like we're all just kids that are wearing like a spirit halloween adult costume you know but it like looks like us (laughs) so this episode in particular man i mean there's so many directions we could have taken with this one and we're gonna each pick our three favorite films uh throughout the 80s and 90s and we're just gonna take turns talking about by the way those were so it was it was particularly tough for me because i'm a 91 kid Mm -hmm. technically speaking the first three four years of the of that decade is a blur yeah so really my that's how i felt because i'm an 82 baby yeah dude i'm like yeah my selection of films were very narrow it's like it's like a five-year span and i gotta like try to remember like everything i consumed at that point maybe in the race of the ancient guy yeah, yeah, that you, was part of the seventies, so we're good. Yeah, you just have a whole. <laughs> this, I'm like this. I'm like, bro, that movie came out in '95. Like, I'm an '82 baby. I didn't really comprehend that movie, bro, until I saw it in like 2000. <laughs> oh so yeah, I'm sit- absolutely. So I'm sitting here like, is that really nostalgic? I'm like, not really. Yeah, <laughs> out of here. I understood it. Robocop <laughs> in six. And by the way, shout out to Childlike at best. 
hit a like and subscribe and follow Mike Valdez on Instagram and it's mother yeah. big comedy network. God damn it. They're the shit. On Spotify and Amazon, too. Uh, you got merch on Amazon, right? I, I'll plug the merch because I'm a whore, so why not? Um, childlikewonder.co uh, is where you can find my merch. You're a serial, you're a serial whore, too. Yeah, I love I love cereal, man. Cereal, it, you know, I talk about it in my stand-up, and, like, it's, it's something where, like, you know, everybody has to find their sense of childlike wonder, and how I find my sense of childlike wonder is through eating cereal, because cereal... I feel is the all encompassing food of childhood. It reminds you of watching X-Men, the animated series on Saturday morning. Like it reminds right. you of, of that specific time, you know, watching Batman, the animated series or, now, you know, shows like that. Let you know, me ask you this question yeah. in your personal opinion, since yeah. you're one of the top cereal aficionados that I've met or anything. Yeah. Is tricks a cereal for pimps in training or pimps to be. <laughs> that's very, that's very funny um very clear distinction there is a you know before and after right so it's yeah like, there is it... tricks is a very pimp cereal that is a you very good distinction yeah because like somebody who like owns a strip club would probably eat fruit loops Man, but something. like a pimp would <laughs> yeah, eat yeah, tricks yeah. what you what you eating <laughs> what you eating tricks motherfucker don't you yeah. realize bitch does that like, mean the mafia is munching on lucky charms then Irish mafia, For the sure. guy who okay. runs twelve girls only fans accounts eats fruity pebbles. That's what that means. So, Ooh. okay, yeah. oh, okay. I love right. fruity pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I got one for you too. Here's another one. Josh, okay. pull up the three pictures I sent you and get his opinion on these are cereals that I'm pretty sure we can figure out what demographic <laughs> they're catering to, bro. Okay. I'm excited. I wasn't prepped for this bit. Go through them and everybody give their quick opinion of what, what, what word comes to mind off the bat when you see that. Golden crisp. Whenever I see cereal that's puffed wheat, I always think that you do Civil War reenactments for fun. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Josh, Josh, show them the next one. I got more, guys. Don't worry. Show them the next one, Josh. <laughs> There you okay. go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> again, okay. these are some so, black kid in New York. Like for sure. Like this is like that. That's the first thing that like like off the top of my head. Puffed puffed weed is my least favorite cereal because it's very like you know Civil War reenactment feeling to me. Oh no, you're right. Trust me. There goes the Civil yeah. War reenactment too. <laughs> they, it's Cocoa. not close. Okay. That mascot, man. <laughs> I mean, dude, this is brutal. They're brutal. Kellogg's is is real tough. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, did you just find these on the internet to be like, oh, you like cereal? You want me to see, show you how racist cereal companies are? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's kind of That's our a thing. Good you have to understand. <laughs> our our thing is to thing. bring nostalgia and That's destroy it. That's a thousand percent his thing, without a doubt. No, listen like, here. Yeah, you should I have, didn't no, no, invent no. cereal. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a great one. Mike's like, listen here, bro. I can't give you reparations for catalogs, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. I didn't make cereal. Like, <laughs> Sorry, 
okay? I'm sorry for what they did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Leave me alone, man. Real quick, though, I will say this. It's not reparations, but I will say this. Um, <laughs> I did think that since I was coming onto the show and cereal is my thing, I wanted to have a very specific cereal for you guys. Oh, so I yeah. was hoping this was coming. I yeah, was like, so I, I seen some. I was like, oh, is he going to pick one out for us? Holy shit. Yeah. So I actually I actually have two. Oh, uh, my God. So this is Batman cereal. Have you guys oh, seen this before? Never. <laughs> sure. Oh, I've not. <laughs> I've never had a Funko like like cereal in itself. Never. Yeah. I, I, I've never so, seen that one, but I've seen like like the Marvel. So ones. many. Oh, my God. Yeah. They yeah. all taste the same and they taste like <laughs> a butthole. Um, yeah, they're, oh, they're all great. Um, there's a, we are, we are a maze in the back. <laughs> yeah, there's a maze in the back. And also, in case anybody was wondering, uh, or in case anybody asked for it, there is a Jared Leto Joker cereal. Oh my God. <laughs> as well. Wow. Yeah, that's the like, perfect you are promo combination. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. definitely going to No, boo, no, boo that's, right your, that's your box right there, bro. That's my yeah. box. Right? <laughs> You're I the like, you're yeah. the Joker head here. I like yeah. so yeah, I wanted I wanted to get like Batman themed cereals for you guys. Um, I like that. But yeah, I like that. Those are the those are the ones. We appreciate right, it, man. Thank you so much. It. Going off of instead of cereal now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Nine inches. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Bigger than me at yeah. that age. All right, now. No, you cool. got it. All right. So now <laughs> as a child, when driving, when, as a child in ice cream trucks from now to back then, can you see the mm. difference in them? <laughs> ice cream trucks? Let's just be real. This is L.A. Hollywood area. L.A. ice cream trucks are a, f- a like thing. Poor ass thing. Yeah. Like you're from mm-hmm. Florida. I'm First off, you're from yeah. Florida, right, player? I'm from Miami. Yeah. And where are you residing right now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm in Miami, yeah. Do you see them now as opposed to you living where you live now and then possibly coming by? No, they don't They don't come by anymore. And, like, exactly. it's weird. <laughs> in a way, it kind of makes me feel good about myself because, like, I feel like ice cream trucks only go to, like, really, like, lower-class neighborhoods. Because, like, like when I was a kid... I am out of the ghetto. Dude, because when, <laughs> when I was a kid, I had an ice cream... I had two ice cream trucks a day. I was so poor. Like, I mean... Exactly, <laughs> bro. Yeah, he's not lying. <laughs> we know yeah. how poor we are by the number of ice cream trucks that pass by our yeah. and then and, yeah. then and then I'm pretty sure since you live in Miami area, you had the mm-hmm. dudes that used to come on the little white shopping cart that somehow they can turn, yes. turn that into a yeah and, then and that was sure. multiple that was yeah. multiple there was a guy there was a At guy selling fruit a there was sure. a guy selling roses the for corn. your girl there was a guy selling but everything oranges oranges yes. like there was one yeah. for just oranges without a doubt but going forward we're running off because we're hitting that nostalgia trail trust me all right we'll let mike go first being the okay. honorary guest here give us Two of your don't give save your reboot for later, but give us two okay. of your nostalgia movies. Honestly, it's my favorite movie of all time, and it's my nostalgia movie. It's just my movie in general. Um, I have told my best friend this, uh, which he thought was crazy. I said there isn't a single day on this earth that I've been alive that I haven't thought about this movie. Um, 
and that is Back to the Future. Dude. Back to the Future is my favorite movie, like ever. Damn it. God, you got Rob. You're my boy, bro. Love you. (laughs) You crossed off Rob's list. Now he's got to think. Yeah. I love you, bro. (laughs) The reason why it's so good is because it's in all, like, in all senses of the metaphor, it is lightning in a bottle. Like, if any little thing went wrong on that movie, casting, the way something was said, the way something was written, the way something was edited, went off, it wouldn't have worked. It's so true when you say that, because, like, Michael J. Fox wasn't even supposed to be the lead. And, like, the last second, he ended up being the lead. Bro, Eric Stoltz made it all weird like like they're like hey dude right. you're not supposed to like actually make out with your mom and he's like he's like really <laughs> into it apparently like you know yeah. the residual creativity that dan Harmon is like still sapping from that you know yeah, what i mean like of that- course yeah so so much so like it's i think in in my personal opinion it's the perfect franchise um it's out of all three movies uh, the first agree. one is definitely my favorite. And third one kind of sketch artist yeah. player. Usually everybody <laughs> argues that one, but I, I do enjoy it. I like um, the third one, though. It's it's tough to argue it, but it is better than most third movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, it's just that's kind of the argument that I always make. It's just like it's tough. I mean, because then you I mean, you can think of like probably like Return of the Jedi or something like that. But then you also have to think that there's more movies to that, you know, so touche. When it comes to franchises themselves, from start to end, you can argue that all three of them are great. A lot of times you, you feel like uh, when they get to the third movie, it's like it wasn't planned out for most most movie franchises that get to the third movie. Most of it, unfortunately, was just because uh, Crispin Glover uh, got a little greedy and asked for more money. And because of that, they had to not put him in the movie. And so because in the second movie, so then because of that, they had to rewrite it and like all this stuff. So it was a lot of rewrites that that happened, you know, so They're probably going to kill me. Who's Christian Glover's character? I'm bad with actors and real names. You know, you're me. good. Uh, Crispin Glover plays uh, George McFly. In, oh, in yeah, Back dude. Future. I love that skinny. Mother- yeah. Dude, I was I got real freaked out by him, like for the trailers for that one rat movie he did. Yeah, Willard. Yeah, 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 Yeah. Willard. I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, George McFly is pretty much like the only time I haven't been weirded out by him as a human being. Um, He's because which makes me realize that he's a great actor, because if I like him in that movie and I don't like him in anything else like that, you've (laughs) nailed it for for, for that role. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're like, dude, who could we get this? The Norman Bates or Ratch? They're like, yeah. we'll get that dude right there. I mean, apparently he was generally all around creepy outside of it. Like all the like talk shows he's done, like just he's done some crazy ass shit. He like <laughs> jumped up and down on Letterman or some shit. He, oh, he pulled the Tom Cruise. I mean, really, Tom Cruise pulled the you know Crispin Glover. If you oh, really, yeah. okay, really want to put it that way, have you ever caught have you ever caught Biff's uh, stand up comedy? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, Tom Wilson. Yeah, he's great. Hilarious. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, he has he does like musical comedy. The guy that plays Biff, Tom Wilson, has he's a comedian and he does like songs and so he he has this song called the question and it's all the questions that he's asked when he's about back to the future about back to the future like what's michael j fox like i showed showed you that one tim remember that shit was funny all right all right so what would be your second one boss oh man it's it's really tough man because like 
I also I also went into this thinking that I had to reboot a movie and I was like, yikes, this is really hard because all of my favorite movies are my favorite because I don't want them to be remade. I, I think I did one for the 80s. I should do one for the 90s. I got to go Jurassic Park Ooh. just because that movie changed cinema. It changed um, special effects so much so that Steven Spielberg tricked your eye into thinking that a dinosaur was real. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, it was in Spanish. So it was at Parque Jurassica. Um, and uh, yep, <laughs> I saw it, when I saw it, I saw it in Spanish. I understood the plot a lot more in English later oh, on, man. but um, <laughs> even watching it in Spanish, I was like, wow, this is a great movie. <laughs> you know, it's a great movie for a, for a kid, especially a, a a kid a boy who's growing up because boys how does, at least i was because how, <laughs> how do they dub the dinosaur ian malcolm like like how yeah his, how do they do that? yeah for a while i thought ian malcolm was sounded very different yeah, yeah. But like a small part of the movie is cgi it's a, yeah, yeah it's, no they use a bunch of like really dope ass animatronics for that shit they yeah it's so dumb. it's so good and it's such a great movie when you're a kid, at least for for boys, because like boys are obsessed with dinosaurs for the most part. I was obsessed with dinosaurs growing up. And like when you watch that movie, you become scared of dinosaurs. You know, how would you reboot it? I, I hold on, Tim. He, I, we don't even know if that's his reboot movie. Oh, no, I wouldn't reboot it. At OK, all. then, Tim. <laughs> I okay. thought you were just asking me my favorite two movies. Okay. <laughs> I don't like how they did my Samuel L. Jackson. I agree. I agree. Yeah. We've had many discussions about this. Yeah. Honestly, though, he has a line that is on T-shirts, man. Like, like he made a statement with hold on. But that's also unfair because Samuel L. Jackson is the most iconic actor ever. Like he has a thing that he can be that could be on a T-shirt in every movie. <laughs> like Man. just about every movie that he does have has a t-shirt. Always the most entertaining thing he's he's in no matter what. Like even 100 percent He outacted those dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I haven't seen <laughs> Spirit, but every time I hear I'm pretty sure he's like the best thing in that movie. Yeah, he's great. All right, Roth. What are your two? I went with Naked Gun. Sure. It's one of my favorites. That's one they reminds me of my dad just hanging out and just going out. My OJ. And you have a young OJ. That's Nordberg, bro. That's Nordberg, baby. I f with Nordberg. He wasn't OJ, though. He was, he was Nordberg. <laughs> that was a live action Wiley Coyote to me. You don't get too many movies like that anymore at all, really, unless it's it animated. Great. It had everything. It had a little bit of everything. And just enough action and just enough uh, humor. <laughs> and you know, Nazi Nielsen was just a champ. And then I went with uh, something a little bit more childish on the second one, because it's like one of my favorite movies. It's The Never Ending Story, the first one. Great movie. 94 movie. Couldn't do it. Big ass dog. Scared the out of me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 train you, bro. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird, bro. It was weird when the he was horse died. That shit was sad. I like there's a reason I blocked that movie out for a little exactly. bit. Yeah, bro. When he sat there and talked to him, I'm just seeing them lips and that tongue. I'm like, oh 
you. Yeah, boo, <laughs> boo's, boo's like, I want to reboot Neverending Story, but recast the dog. Yeah, <laughs> real dragon. Like yeah. Make that look like something else, bro. I give it there if you want. Ralph wanted to ask you a question, big dog, about music since you're a songwriter and you're a singer. And yeah. You have your band out there. Go ahead, Ralph. Like, uh, do you ever do you ever want to incorporate your music into your into your comedy or? I like to keep them separate. A lot of people have told me, "Hey, you should do that." And like, I've just never been somebody that I I, I do want to incorporate music with my stand up, but I want them to be two separate art forms. Right. If I write comedy music, the moment I write something serious, I, I'm afraid everyone's going to think I'm joking. I would just rather music be the thing that I'm serious. And then comedy is the thing where I'm silly and all that stuff. And if you were to be like, well, Mike, if you were to do like a special or whatever the case, the elevator pitch is like is basically the same person who can have a heart broken is the same person who thinks farts are funny. Okay. Right. I saw your cameo too. in that one video, the music video you did, that was, that was pretty funny. I've done with? a few. Yeah, I've done, I, I did, um, I did cool with the Jonas brothers and that was really, that was really cool. Um, I did, <clears throat> I did, uh, uh, zero with imagine dragons, um, and that was for Ralph Breaks the Internet. So that was super fun, you know, getting That's to be a dope. part of like, That's you dope. know, the Disney yeah. family. Yeah, that was really cool. Hey, you made it out of the Disney family alive with your sanity. Yeah. Growing yeah. up as a musician, everybody wants to be part of the like the Disney like orchestra, or, you know, yeah. be part of the music. Of course. Part. Or do you want to be part of Disney? <laughs> I've worked for both Disney and Nickelodeon, and they've been fine to me personally. Um, at the end of the day, like, you know, and I was happy doing that in my 20s, you know, because I was just like, I wanted to be a part of like silly kids television. But then as an adult, I was like, man, this is just it's like a lot of energy. It's a very specific kind of acting that I'm just like, not you grew into out of anymore. It. Yeah, I'm yeah. just not into it anymore. Yeah. You made it out of Disney play. They didn't kidnap you and clung you, Mike. Or did, or, <laughs> or did they? You could say that they did clone me, though, because I look like the kid from Up, so I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? maybe, maybe they looked at him and they were like, huh. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done anything for, for Cartoon Network? One of the first things I ever really got really close for was the Cartoon Network thing. And Ooh. it was, I, but I never got to work with them. Uh, but I was I was really close to doing like the it was so crazy because at the time it was like unheard of uh, where it was going to be like a live action kind of Tosh.0 for kids. Really? And they That's wanted somebody hard. like a early 20s. But like, you know, just, you know, essentially they were looking for like boy humor. So like farts yeah, were- and poop and, you know, things like that. So it was it got really close. And then I don't think the show even ended up getting made, which I get it because it's difficult, like especially with like Nickelodeon can get away with it. But like anytime Disney or like Cartoon Network have tried to do like a sketch show, it doesn't work because they're always like they they forget that somebody has to be the butt of the joke. Yeah, you're the shit, Mike. Dude, hey, dude, Thanks, if man. you, hey, hey, bro, there's a seat for you. I'll kick Raw or Tim out. You choose, bro. 
<laughs> wrong, I know he was going there. Tell me you knew he was going there. You knew that. I was going to be brought up yeah. once. We, some of us was going to get sacrificed. For sure. If you had a choice, <laughs> if you had a choice of the only thing you could watch on your television that they're like, listen here, bro. Hey, you only had a choice of one of these three on your net, on your television 24-7, you would have to watch. Mm. It would, would it be 90s Cartoon Network, 90s mm. Disney Channel? Because remember, in the 90s Disney, them motherfuckers had some smashing-ass movies, oh, okay? Yeah. Or 90s Nickelodeon. Remember, okay. Doug? That's a great Aubrey question. Monsters. Which so, one? This is really tough because every kid surfed like we we all like we had our cartoon network things we had our nickelodeon things we had our disney things um i personally think other than the movies i think disney has nothing in the 90s and here's why what about because disney like is that is that is that in the mix there? No, like, yeah, like, that's, Disney what I, Channel, that's what I Disney, th- yeah. Other than like the movies and like reruns of Boy Meets World, like all Disney really had that was interesting was like Gargoyles, maybe. Ooh, and damn. um maybe for sure. I mean Gargoyles <laughs> was so sick though. Gargoyles was sick enough for Bruce Tim to shit on it, like like in, in, in interviews that it was the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, that my argument that I always make about Disney afternoon like cartoon stuff, like the the DuckTales. Oh, and, I was just Tales thinking Den that we're on the same page. Like, yeah. DuckTales. Yeah. Uh, I personally think that everyone says, Oh my god, you remember that show? It was so great. I don't think you think the show was great. I think you think the theme song was great. <laughs> the theme songs were banging, dude. The they, theme songs they were money out of this world things. good. Yeah, they were out of this world. Like, you're like, is boys to men singing this song? What is going on? And like, I, I remember, I remember your short on, on the, on the Power Rangers theme and like just the, yeah. the, the, the keyboard and everything, but like still, yeah, yeah they f- made that thing just oh yeah they made that thing like coke for the ears it yeah, was nuts it was so good disney even their spinoffs the motherfuckers was hitting because we had uh what was that one uh, oh come spin. on we Dark- had the rescue rangers and shit oh Darkwing duck Darkwing duck come on yeah that catered to the black people that was like dark of course duck. it did they had three black women when there's them. trouble you call dw come on bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes God, damn they took you to church with that theme song, dude. It was so good. They got the comic nerds right off the bat with with its cartooniness too. They got of everybody course. with that one. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was Disney's answer to the the Batman the animated series craze, essentially. Well, we're done with gargoyles. What's next? Pretty much, yeah. Like, like, yeah. For me, my mom was always motherfucking working, and mm-hmm. my dad was smoking on that pookie. Mm-hmm. I only could learn watching TV. I'm gonna tell you, my. Right now, I learned history through DuckTales. Okay. Yeah. I learned history through Wishbone. I was about was to me. say Wishbone and like Man, Zoom. Like out of the box. Out of the box, yeah. <laughs> Cartoon Network had some bangers. Um, I mean, of course, you have um Johnny Stimpy, Bravo. Though. We're leaving PBS out of this though, really. I mean, PBS. It kind of slaps. Let's be honest. Like a '90s PBS. Like PBS had everything. '90s PBS was was pretty bonkers, man. Like you had you had Zoom. You had um. Yeah, Little know, Bear I, Blues Little Clues. Bear, then you, like that's Nickelodeon. That's Nickelodeon. Oh, check that's that. 
<laughs> which is why not to get to my answer early but that's why i'm picking nickelodeon because yeah. like nickelodeon had all the kids stuff like for little kids like even down to like franklin dude franklin was on nickelodeon um oh, yeah. like um little bear um even face dude you remember face it was just face a color the- with a smile on your television face that was, was all the it best was. tv host for <laughs> little yeah. kids for what nickelodeon yeah nick jr yeah yeah an emoji on the screen he was the and first. The, yeah, he was the first emoji for sure. He was the first uh, emoji. Yeah, and then and then uh, stick stickly with with uh, the afternoon. He was the popsicle stick that would pick all the shows that you would watch. Yeah, they so you're like around, I hope right? it lands on Doug. I hope it lands on Doug. You know, with his, gear, <laughs> like, with his mouth all bing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So which yeah. one, player? Which yeah. one? Which one you pick? I mean, Nickelodeon. 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 I would choose Nickelodeon. Okay. I would choose Nickelodeon because pound okay. for pound. You got kids. The little kid stuff was was popping because you got Blue's Clues, you got Little Bear, you got Franklin. Then you got the regular animation. You got Rugrats. You got Doug. You got Ren and Stimpy. You got SpongeBob. You got all that stuff. And then live action. You got game shows. You have Legends of the Hidden Temple. You have Guts. You, you have Double Dare. Double Dare. You, you yeah. had SNL for kids on Nickelodeon. Yeah, you, girl, dude. Bro, I yeah. thought all that. I thought SNL was all that for adults. I went to actually I've went to actual recordings of all that. So Oh really? There. Okay. Yes, that was cool. Walk being they had audience. all the banging artists for like their yeah. musical sections. They Dude, just... they had TLC, they had Coolio back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Every, I mean, they every had so many cool through. people. Aaliyah, right, there's so many right. cool people. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what are your two? Yeah. What are your two movies now? Batman Forever and Zorro, 95. This fool's Damn, okay. dude. I mean, listen, you have to understand, like, I was a teeny tiny You're ass time. Really like, the, the Zorro the, shit. Yeah. Well, for embrace one, Zorro, bro. Embrace I, Zorro. I remember, man, like, Zorro 95 was, was on, and that shit was nuts for me. Cause, I mean, I used to watch the Toon Disney reruns of Zorro, oh, yeah. like, with, with Guy Williams back in the day, mm-hmm. all the time. So, throughout LA, they have these buildings that cover oil pumps and shit like that. So there's there's one big rectangular slab of a building that when Zorro came out, they had the big as the across from it. So every every morning, like when you would go out to the balcony, that's what you would see on your skyline. So as a Batman animated fan, that was just it was it just lined up. Right. So like I would see that Batman forever was the first Batman. Anything I've seen, I wouldn't change that uh, for a bit. I would ask if anything for the director's cut where they have the big bat that he confronts in the cave and shit that's that's what i would ask for i wouldn't change any of those two just because they've i mean they've contributed to the whole comic card shit like they they pretty much help solidify like okay yeah, i want to draw for a living i want to draw that shit all the time my my dad like in 99 showed me like back to the future beverly hills mm-hmm. cop he showed me <laughs> showed me cocoon 2 not realizing there was a cocoon one <laughs> He was just like, watch this. I'm like, Dad, I think, I think there's like, no, this is it. This is the one. I'm like, oh, all right, sure. Like, so nice. he was, uh, he, he, he educated me on, on, on 80 stuff. Like when we moved here, but yeah, man, other than those two, it's like, it's Disney movies and like other animated shit. I watched like Lion King in theaters. I've seen Aladdin, Pinocchio, like, like those were the movies I had in that five-year gap. He's about to get beat by his by Godzilla, his little <laughs> bitch. 
because he's obsessed with Godzilla's his real whore, his real side piece. So and if you don't, and who just him. generally doesn't like it when I geek out about any f- thing whatsoever? Stop, because like, the matter. Stop, the, the sour face not in on front like, of, like not in front of the guests, honey. Not in front of the guests. <laughs> I don't know what else. All right now, my two half baked and Friday one. You cannot reboot Friday one or half baked. Were you really expecting me to give answers like that? You know what kind of household I live in. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't going to give answers like that either. Yeah, that, 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 that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you wanted out of me. Those are great movies, though. My mom was a weed smoker, bro. Fantastic movie. Yeah. My mom, when she found out I was smoking weed in uh, my senior year, yeah, bro, senior year, I was five. Yeah, when we were five, Boo was sucking dick for Coke. That's Hell what was yeah, happening. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a cool one. Bro, you guys Bob Saget in that movie rules. Man. Bob Saget has one line and it rules. Man. And it was fantastic. What? He's like, marijuana is not a gateway drug. Marijuana is such and such. I used to suck dick for Coke. Oh, this went left. <laughs> and then you ever suck dick for Coke? Yeah. No. Yeah. But wait, what made it more is the f- other dude in the background going, I seen him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. I love Bob Saget, man. What a great, what peace, a great man. comedian. Yeah, rest in peace to Bob Saget. What a so great, great comedian. You said you didn't have a reboot, Mike? I do, but I, I it's it's kind of a cop out, but yeah, I do. Talk to me real quick. What's your reboot player? Well, real quick, what what I wanted to say was that all of my favorite movies I don't ever want to reboot. Like I was thinking of all of my favorite movies. I was thinking of Back to the Future, would never want to reboot that. Was thinking of, you know, even uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is in my top five. I would never remake that movie, you know, because Paul Rubens was perfect as Pee Wee. You know, um, I wouldn't remake Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know. Um, so I think a great movie that could be remade today because the story is so good um, and it could be remade. And you can kind of argue that it's been remade, but I think you can remake Big with the Tom Hanks Tom movie. Hanks. And the reason why I think, and again, you can argue that it's been remade because Shazam is basically big with a superhero. So like you can basically say that it's been done, but I would remake big, but cast Kevin Hart as (laughs) the Tom Hanks role. Cause I think nothing (laughs) would be funnier than having a kid say, I want to be big. And then he becomes an adult, but he's still the size of Kevin Hart. Like, (laughs) I got him in my reboot too, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Plus Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart would sell that movie like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he could remake big. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, the thing about that movie that's really tough is you need an actor that is good enough to be an adult, but still act like a kid. Act like a and dumb kid too. Exactly. That's why Tom Hanks was so good. So that's why, that's another reason why I picked Kevin Hart. Cause I think Kevin Hart is so good at that. I mean, there's very few people, maybe him and like Jack Black are like the only like grown adults where you're like, man, I could see that a kid is in there. Big. I like that. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, Tim, what's yours? Okay. Don't yell at me. Watch it. Zorro. We're going to yell at you right now. <laughs> no, I already said Zorro's the one I can't reboot. Yeah. Cause it's perfect. Don't f- Yell at me. Is he Batman forever? I'm getting yelled at PTSD over here from, from all these episodes, man. 
but I'd reboot Godzilla 98. I, okay. I told you, bro. I told you before you said Godzilla, bro. Can I get everybody? I like that. <laughs> but listen, listen. It gets a lot of hate. And well, no, no. shit. <laughs> you know, it gets a ton of hate. And listen, if there's and, and you suck for that reason, hey, <laughs> let him know, Josh. Let him know. I love that movie. Just say, horrible. Come on, guys. I love the movie too. But if there's anything that deserves a, a a reboot, like or, or remake, just like that one, like. Throw Will yeah. Ferrell in it if you gotta. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you have sure. to, to to make it to everyone's taste. But that I just I just want that monster back. That's it. You're That's making it. me feel like a kid, Big Mike. I'm eating mother cotton candy over here. What are you what are you, what are you snacking yeah. on cotton, over there? Cotton candy. This shit is fun, bro. He got me Hell feeling yeah. like a little kid, bro. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I the thing the thing about Godzilla, which like. I I can I can get behind that because I don't think Godzilla is a bad franchise. I think that that movie can definitely be remade. But my argument is that it's been remade like a million with, times. With 2014, I was going to say you can argue that 2014 and the Monster First Legacy onward is like like here's our yeah. second shot again. I get it. I yeah. just I miss the iguana is all. What you want is the same Godzilla design, just everything else different. just better. You know, sure. Just yeah, done but better. that's just, what. But let's be honest. That's what everybody for, that watches a Godzilla movie wants. Period. Right? Is, is like Godzilla doesn't one. seem to be the problem. It seems to be everything else. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just tight. Give me that one again. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, that's kind of why. Like I, I like. Uh, yeah, I agree with you in that sense. Like, if you're gonna make a Godzilla movie, who gives a f- about these people i just want to see godzilla fighting that's all i'm here for i just want to you know what i mean shit up a thousand yeah that's all i want yeah and which is like why like you know godzilla versus kong was like kind of annoying because it's like bro i just want to see these people fight i don't care about millie bobby brown like (laughs) i don't care i already got (laughs) a whole other movie with her and that was enough like yeah i don't care about these people yeah i I want to see them fight about that i fast forward past all that shit me too dude as soon as I see her big forehead ass on screen, skip. <laughs> oh my gosh. Skip. I like the black dude. The black dude's funny to me. I like him. He's a great actor. I liked him in Eternals. He was one of the only things I liked in Eternals. Oh, yeah. He's great in Atlanta. Mossifer's got rid of the one decent character who, like, all he ever said was let him fight. That's all I needed him for. And they got rid of him. And now I don't care about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. What's your reboot, oh. Big Roth? Uh, airplane. They get it right in the 80s. Okay. I can't do I that. Be. I like Airplane, dude. Yeah, I think it's perfect the way it is, but how would you recast it? <laughs> Especially when the white ladies start talking to ass. Oop, they're going to bleep me for that shit. Up, I'm going to get... Yeah. Especially when they talk that sass. She's like, now calm down, slick. What's going on? No, no, they messing with my boom top. Yeah. Oh, that was the yeah, best. You, you jive, turkey. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Bro. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. Is yeah. Hilarious. Pretty White would definitely play that role for me. Another thing that nobody talks about. Uh this movie has the I I want to make up this term called comedy boobs. Uh where like the boobs are there for literally no reason. No reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But when you're a kid, you're like, thank God I wanted to see boobs today. And this movie read my mind. <laughs> like, was that the know? one when they're falling just, in the plane and he just keeps ripping everybody's down? Yeah. <laughs> they just got packing with titties. I'd probably nice. put Bradley Cooper as the as the pilot. <laughs> Bradley Cooper is the pilot. Lady Gaga is the, the woman. Sure. I feel All like right. this is familiar, but let's go for it. Finally, someone other than me. <laughs> Why not? My movie to reboot is Short Circuit. Okay. That's a great choice. For the last 30 years, I thought that was actually a brown dude like Tim. <laughs> sure. Hey, bro, I'm going to tell you guys right now, other than Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, hey. Yeah. Boo got that 4K and he was like, uh-oh. <laughs> he was like Robert Downey Jr. low-key. He got away with that shit, bro, and catch no flaca. And he did. M- most people... Didn't know. <laughs> Most yeah. people had no idea. For the female in the movie, I'm starting to like her as an actor, dude. I really like her as an actor. Great actor. I don't care what anybody says on this panel. Uh, except for you, Mike. If you don't like her, I'll change her right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Brie Larson would be the female. Oh, sure. Yeah, she's Favorite. great. Okay. Yeah. Brie Larson. I'm she's, to- uh, she's she the the thing about Brie Larson and and i need to kind of watch myself because i'm also an actor and i always tell myself like never shit talk other actors because my luck is that i'm gonna work with them one day and they're gonna be like hey i listen to that podcast by the way and i'm just oh man like you know so so like i i think and and look i think this about every actor to be honest so that's why i'm okay saying this brie larson is a great actress she just needs to keep her mouth shut otherwise that's you know what I mean? Hear. I don't care, I don't care much for her. A, nobody should be asking actors' opinions on anything political or anything anyway. Or religion. Or anything. Exactly. Yeah, or anything. Because, like, let's... It's that, it's that Dave joke. Why does anybody give a shit what job rule things it's true like it's we we are we are paid to say words that are on a page like it is not like we are rocket scientists we don't know the end of the world we don't know anything about that stuff you know i guess i gotta mail that degree back i thought i was a rocket (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing like i don't think actors should talk about that stuff like it should just be that's why like the best actors when you think about it name any uh, amazing actor they don't have social media you don't know what their beliefs are you don't know anything about religion they are just a actor and then you're like that's why leo dicaprio is believable because i know nothing about him he likes him younger he changes him man yeah he changes him like wallets dude oh (laughs) now for newton crosby the other one of the scientists i got the rock Okay. He always pumps money into everything he's in, usually. Yeah. He could sell a bad movie. For the brown guy, we're actually going to get a brown guy this time, guys. Okay. The brown dude from Eternals. His name is Kumail. Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah. Him, he'd be Camille would be so good in that. Yeah. Camille would be great. He would be be pretty funny. He's a stand-up. The voice of Johnny Five, Kevin Hart. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. It would be it would be funny to see to hear Kevin Harvey Johnny Five. Yeah. Imagine he, once he gets the information and he starts getting his own personality in that movie. Oh. If Kevin Hart was the robot in Rocky Four, I'd be so happy. 
Oh my god, dude, that'd have been funny. That people would have people would have loved the robot. They would have been like, man, I hated that boxing movie, but that robot Love was that hilarious. Robot. <laughs> the theaters are gonna steal this, so watch, watch, Mike. Because the Rock and Kevin Hart, the chemistry they would have as the two scientists. Oh yeah. What about Kevin Hart as the voice for Robocop? Honestly, hilarious. <laughs> are we talking? Are we talking black exploitation at this point now? Dead or alive, you're coming with me. He's a robot, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I'll be like, that voice coming out of that tall mouth. Like, but when he stops somebody, he's just like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Bam. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Don't move, creep. And no, guess when when he's screaming for someone, help. Or (laughs) when he's screaming for help, robot just on the floor on his back, like ah shit, hell, yeah, like a turtle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, it's been great having you on. Dude, thanks for having me. What's the name of your band before we get off? My band is is Mike Valdez and the Noise. That is my band. Noise. Okay, I'll let you close this out, Big Mike. I'm Mike Valdez. Don't lose your sense of childlike wonder. Josh, kick the beat. Be good human. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much. Hey, shout out to Big Comedy Network. Hit that like and subscribe. Shout out Big Comedy Network. Damn, Josh. (laughs) We are fat single. Big Comedy Network. Thank you so much, Mike, for for, for popping on. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Throw the comments in there, man. Get that cereal from Mike's Amazon. All that good shit, you mother. Yeah, man.